Hello and welcome to another podcast from the Royal College of Physicians of Edinburgh Training and Members Committee. My name is Dr Adeline McLeod and I'm the Chair of the Training Members Committee and I am a ST6 currently training in geriatrics. I have here with me today Marcus Cossop-Thompson who is a fifth year medical student at the University of Newcastle. Welcome Marcus. Hi there, nice to be with you. So I just wanted first of all to get your views and reactions as to what happened to you and your peers with the cancellation of finals and what your thoughts are about things going forward. Yeah, I mean, I'm sort of, sort of trying to remember it all now. Um, initially, I suppose, like most people, I wasn't paying too much attention to COVID. It was sort of something that was on the periphery of my attention. But then, you know, as, as I started building in Europe and then the sort of change in tone of the news in, in the UK, we, we started hearing it was whispers and it was being communicated to us that this could have some sort of an impact on our placement and final year we obviously didn't know the scale of of how things would turn out and so that was sort of left sort of for a while uh with the sort of building tension and then we became aware that i think i think we heard first that cambridge had made alterations to their examination process they they'd stated that they felt their student they'd had enough evidence of their students and were able to graduate them. And it was my initial feeling sort of just through my sense of going through the Newcastle course that Newcastle don't tend to deviate or give any lenience. And so I was I was sort of amongst my friends saying, I don't think there'll be any changes to our uh, assessment. And I think that was about, you know, a period of sort of five days where we were mulling this over. And then Quite unexpectedly, without any warning, an email just came around and I happened to be checking my emails at the time. And then I just had to sort of reread the email to myself quite a few times before I was like, yes, it definitely says that our finals are cancelled. And then I think there was initial sort of shock and, and, you know, jubilation from a lot of the students. But then I guess just the second question of what was going to happen next, would we be starting work early? There was just a thousand questions that slowly, slowly have been began to be answered. And how are you dealing with that uncertainty? Obviously, you had the next few months planned in terms of sitting finals and graduating. What were your thoughts and feelings at the time? I mean, it's probably fair to say there was a mixture of thoughts and a lot of things in the mind. I mean, after getting over just the sort of initial shock and disbelief, you know, we did celebrate that night. It, it seemed an appropriate moment to celebrate uh, just because the course had come to the end. I know sort of against a backdrop of a lot of things happening in the healthcare system. But then we obviously sort of became aware that, you know, the possibility of starting work early, that summer plans, as for everyone, would be quite radically changed from, from what we had had planned. And then as it went down the line, the sort of the more serious aspects of starting work early and and how we would have to become prepared for that in which I of course like heading towards finals is something we were we were getting ready for anyway but the idea that it might be a lot shorter and quicker than we expected was something that I think we all responded to quite quickly and took on board and I think people are well on their way to being prepared for that in in the next few months and and weeks as it as the situation develops. 
So would it be fair to say that you think your training up until this point has actually been quite good preparation for a slightly earlier start than most had been anticipating? Yeah, I mean, obviously, I think everyone knows it's a long course and, and we have been doing a lot a lot of sort of the curriculum is quite spiral and we keep re- revisiting the same things again and again with just more, more experience. Um, I think there was actually quite a nice, subtle change, like an ability for us to subtly change our attention and focus from things that were specifically sort of preparing for the test versus for the job. So there, there is, you know, I guess with all sorts of finals and examinations, there are things that you will be doing and preparing for to polish that are very specific to the type of examination, especially clinical examinations, making sure things, everything's so polished and all of that knowledge is right on the tip of your tongue and rehearsed and structured and in a way that's going to make it easy for you to recall. I think the, the, the subtle difference we noticed is that, yes, while all of that stuff is still important, actually quite we could focus more on the practicalities, the everyday to you know, the day-to-day jobs and responsibilities that F1s get up to. And so it was kind of a nice, nice ability to just refocus our, our, our attention in that way. I think that's actually really nice to hear. As your seniors, we're very aware that you haven't gone through the normal process that would have been there. And some of the thoughts were, you know, how much does that process prepare you for hitting the wards? When actually you could consider that sometimes revising to pass an exam is is only really useful for the exam. And maybe now you've got a bit more time to prepare for the actual job you're going to do. And so I think that it's actually a really important perspective to comment upon. And I'm glad you've raised this because it's not something that I'd really thought about, to be honest. In terms of support that you might need over the next coming months, I wonder whether you had any ideas of what we can be doing as seniors to support this cohort of students. Especially from my point of view, our first port of call have been the people, the staff at our hospitals where we are on placement currently. For me, that's Sunderland Royal Hospital. And I feel like we felt very much so that there's been so much support and resources provided for people to make that early preparation. I think everybody, or at least, you know, I have friends who graduated last year that Depending on hospital, there was varying amounts of support on entry to the new role. Some people felt very flung in at the deep end. Some people felt like their seniors, consultants looked after them and supported them in a good way. I've been quite happy with the way Sunderland have have sort of appreciated that this is a very unusual situation, you know, where we are starting early, the health service is going to be very busy. And so they've really been pulling out all the stops to just make sure that they're responding to our questions. They've been putting on sort of e-virtual sort of teaching sessions and making sure that we're clear on particular points. I think one of the things that could definitely come out of that is sort of in in future years, a lot of the material that they've compiled for this teaching, I I think could be used again and even probably condensed into some kind of workbooklet for for people to have ready that could almost like a frequently asked questions sort of manual. But yeah, I mean, if that that answers your question, I hope hope it does. No, thank you. That's a really great answer. I'm really pleased that you're in an environment where you are supported. Would you have any advice to any medical students who were perhaps at this point in time feeling a little less confident about things, um, potentially a bit more worried? I've got a few PDFs of little easy handy manuals for beginning F1, but I suppose just more generic advice would be just 
try and talk to teaching fellows in, in your trust. I'm, I'm sure people, you know, most final years have, have friends that are in older years that are already graduated that are probably a, a great port of call. I mean, a lot, for a lot of us, that those are housemates or, or close friends. But I, I think, especially by the end of the course, you are sort of aware of those everyday practical things that F1s spend most of their time doing. And I suppose I'd also say a piece of advice was there is going to always be a certain amount of stuff that you're going to learn on the job in the first week, whether that's just getting to grips with the IT system or sort of, you know, the procedure for ordering investigations. So I suppose uh, maybe it's a bit cliche, but I just say, you know, ask advice and, and try to stay calm. Thank you. And if you are happy to share these PDFs with me, we can attach them to our website. And I think people would find them really useful. So thank you for your offer to share them. I just wanted to ask your thoughts around the role of the the doctor or the, the very new medical student doctor in this pandemic. There was a really interesting piece of work that I saw recently, which was a survey of final medical students upon what concerns they may have as they join the workforce at this time. And it found that um, concerns or worries around their own physical health ranked lower than concerns that they would be able to do a good job and that would be they would be useful to their patients. Do you think that this was accurately reflect your experience? Yeah, I mean, to be honest, I think um, there a lot of, you know, a lot of people, um, especially amongst my friendship group, just, you know, sort of a bit of a running joke that, it is sort of it has felt a bit like a call to arms and you know people people sort of going off to you know i i I suppose especially in the wake of of movies like 1917 and us all considering how lucky we are in the 21st century to to live in times of peace i think people sort of were quite positive in in the way that they have reacted to what is a health crisis uh, i guess is one way of putting it Uh, a lot of people just were quite ready to take up that responsibility and and feel like they were doing their duty a bit. I think we can say that we are all really really appreciative for the way that you guys have stepped up to the to the plate and to the responsibility that is um needed of you at the moment. One thing I wanted to ask was really do you feel that you have missed out not having sat finals and actually not being able to graduate in the way that you had hoped? Well, Absolutely, we all took it as a net positive. There was something a little bittersweet, anticlimactic about the way things ended, because, you know, I suppose for a lot of us, you know, it's been, if you take into consideration GCSEs and, you know, this idea that you, you've wanted to become a doctor for such a long time and you're heading along that course and you know that, the, you know, that it's going to end at finals, for it to just sort of almost disappear, it, 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 it did give us a lot of sort of like, oh, it, it's over sort of thing. And I just think I just think it's sort of strange how, you know, whether it's medical school or whether it's, you know, sort of coming of age ceremonies in Japan or bar mitzvahs, like actually there's something sort of psychologically important about having a little, you know, celebration ceremony for you to kind of accept that you've made some sort of a transition from a medical student to an actual doctor. Because at the moment it kind of just has felt like one has bled into the other. And I mean, I, I sort of know, like once once we've been in the job for, say, four weeks, it'll all feel very real. But yeah, it, it has been quite a strange, strange sort of transition with, with that regard. 
No, thank you for that. I think all that's really left to say is thank you for coming to chat to me today. The Royal College of Physicians of Edinburgh is really proud of all of the medical students who are stepping up um, to become um, interim FY1s. And just to remind you that we are here to support you every step of the way. All the F1s and all of the medical students that I have come across absolutely have the attributes to make really incredible doctors. I've seen commitment and teamwork, flexibility and compassion from you guys in droves. So thank you very much for speaking to me today. And thanks to all of you who are becoming doctors in the next few weeks. Thank you. Thanks for having me, Addy. Speak soon.